Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. LMFM Podcasts, brought to you with Cartmacross Credit Union, where dreaming of warmer climates becomes a reality with a Cartmacross Credit Union holiday loan. O'Neill Street, Cartmacross or cartmacrosscu.ie. There's nothing that I love more than new clothes. You know, you buy a new top for a night out or a great new pair of jeans. You look good. You feel good. Well, what if I told you that because fashion is becoming more and more disposable, we are buying a lot more clothes more often than we need and getting rid of them just as quickly, which is really, really bad for the environment. Just as bad as plastic. Fast fashion is one of the most pollutant industries, but my next guests are hoping to prevent this by creating awareness through their sustainable fashion pop-up shop Swapsies and their new Climate Queen podcasts. Cloda Evelyn, Kelly and Katie Harrington, thank you for joining me on 11 to 1 today, ladies. Hi, Sinead. Thanks for having us. Not at all. Now, Cloda, I just want to start with yourself. You know, um, we all know how damaging plastic can be for the environment, but I'd no idea that clothes can be just as bad. Tell us about fast fashion and how this is impacting on the environment. Absolutely. Um, yeah, no, it, it's kind of the bare bad news, but we all love the clothes. Uh, but basically, every second, uh, one garbage truck of clothes is actually burnt or sent to landfill, which is bananas. And if you imagine, that's one and a half Empire State buildings filled of clothes that's going to get burned essentially every day, which is just really mind-blowing. So the fast fashion industry is currently working in a linear model, which would be we're taking from the environment, we're you know, making the clothes, wearing them a few times and just disposing of them. We're not really thinking about where they're going or who made our clothes. So it's really impactful and we're actually creating 100 billion garments every year. And if you consider there aren't even 8 billion people on the planet, you know, mm, oh God, that many items, you know. You're giving me so much food for thought here because I think we've all been guilty, you know, of running out and getting a quick top for a night out that might cost maybe a tenner or something just to kind of feel a bit nicer. But like you say, you might only wear that once. Exactly. And I think... You know, what people consider fashion, oh, it's not that, how could it be that bad? But it actually is more polluting than both aviation and shipping combined. So, I mean, if you're having guilt about flying, you know, we can really start with our closets. And I think the best thing we can do is to wear our clothes for longer. 
Yeah, and buy sort of things that are going to last the test of time as well, as opposed to these ones that might, you know, only get a wear or two out of them. But, you know, you're a huge advocate for sustainable fashion. When did you first become aware of the damage our disposable approach to fashion was having on the environment? Yeah, I mean, I actually studied textile design in college. Um, I specialised in embroidery. And even then, I wasn't really fully aware of the true cost. I mean, we were making things, um, but it wasn't really until uh, 2013. And there was a factory that collapsed in Bangladesh and uh, 1,138 garment workers died, which is just horrific. And it brought up, you know, it sparked a global movement called Fashion Revolution. And this is actually Fashion Revolution Week. Um, so basically, people are trying to raise awareness about the fast fashion industry and essentially to get people to ask brands who made my clothes, you know, because if you if you love going shopping in ASOS or Zara, you don't need to stop shopping there. You just need to tell the retailer, you know, why you care and that you want to see uh, clothes that are sustainable for the planet and that the workers are getting paid and treated fairly. You know, there, there's so many... Uh, systems behind what we're doing and I think it's overwhelming. <laughs> yeah, know? oh so. God, it, it really is. And to, to, I suppose it's just to equip yourself even with that knowledge when you go into the shop, you know, to, to ask questions. I just want to bring Katie in here for this one. Katie, first of all, tell me how you met Cloda and how you got involved with Swapsies. Well, basically, um, myself and Cloda actually, it's a bit of a love story. Um, <laughs> we met um, at a recycling workshop about, I think it's about two years ago now. And Cloda, in my in my eyes, as the sustainable fashion queen, she completely opened my eyes to um, the fashion industry. I had no idea, and it was that, it was actually this time last year that she invited me to a screening of the documentary, The True Cost. I don't know if you've seen it, but it changed the way I purchase clothes, the way I look at clothes, and yeah, it completely blew my mind. Um, and yeah, I've I've actually helped Cloda out with them. Um, some of our Swapsies events but we're super excited about our podcast Climate Queen. Yes because uh, this is launching as well hand in hand with this and I suppose it's it's very timely. Do tell me about Climate Queen's podcast uh, that you are running together. Yeah so basically um, myself and Toda through kind of a number of different conversations we kind of realised that there was quite a, a significant gap in the podcast sphere for, you know, a very accessible, informative, kind of fun podcast on the environment because I think, you know, conversations on, on climate change and, and climate in general can be very overwhelming and, and daunting. So our aim is to kind of raise awareness around the effect that we're ultimately having on our planet and but what we can do about it. So we really want to give you know, really useful solutions um, and resources for people um, with each episode. So our aim is to uh, launch an episode at the last Friday of every month. And our very first one is this Friday and it's on fast fashion. So it all links in perfectly. It does all link in perfectly. But I'm really, really intrigued to hear more about Swapsies because I came across an article um, with yourself, Cloda, back in January and we've been in touch back and forth since then. But I love this idea. Tell me about Swapsies, how it works and where the idea came from. Uh, Yeah, Swapsies basically was born in a living room. Um, I met um, my friend Janice in um, a course basically and we were like oh wouldn't it be great to do a swap shop we were learning about the circular economy and how to keep things in circulation so we literally sat up in her living room and um, I'd run some swap 
swap shops before in college and she invited her friends, I invited my friends and we all swapped and it was so much fun. We kept doing it every season, so four times a year, you know, instead of 52 seasons a year <laughs> that we get in the shops, you know. Um, and in 2017, I decided to trial it and take it public. And there was such a great response from people. They were like, when is the next one? You know, it's just a lovely place to meet like-minded people and to share your closet. And basically the idea is that you would bring five items and it would have to be good enough that you would lend it to your friend. Mm-hmm. And then we would set up the clothes. And while we're setting up the clothes, you could do a workshop where you could upcycle a T-shirt into a tote bag. And the idea is you use that tote bag to fill your your swap shop clothes. We all swap at the same time. So it's okay. really fun. Do you know the one thing actually as you're talking to me there, the one thing that I'm thinking is say, you know, two people have their eye on the one top or the one skirt or the one dress. Rouse? Oh, yeah. What what could what could happen? You know, it's a competitive sort of environment that you're you're that, <laughs> that was the fear. I was like, this is gonna be like Black Friday. But actually people were it was because you have that kind of connection with people you're sitting around before you might have a tea or a prosecco whatever the situation is everyone was actually very like oh that looks better on you or i'll try it on and you know we also aim to have uh, an alterations on site so i think quite a problem with secondhand or uh clothes that you know marsh for reuse mm-hmm. is that sizing is an issue you know not everyone is going to fit into the one thing so i think that'd be a, re- a really good uh, point that you know just because it was worn once doesn't mean that it's for landfill but you could wear it if it was changed to your size yeah just just want to tackle so just a simple alteration as you say Uh, so not only are we helping the environment we're saving money as well so this is great for the bank balance and you're socializing as well and what i really love about this just from uh, looking at some of the feedback is you get a sense of the clothes history. So, you know, there's people sharing the the histories around different tops or skirts or when they bought it or what it, you know, what times they wore it in their life, all that sort of stuff. Absolutely. We would put um, and like a name tag. So at the start, we would ask if you want to give your name. And then at the end, you can see who the item belonged to and you can ask them, you know, oh, this was my mother's or I bought this for a wedding I never went to, you know. So you really get a sense of its journey and, you know, it makes you kind of value it more, I guess. Mm, absolutely. Now, Katie, you're going to be part of a, a panel at the Sustainable Fashion Show that's happening this weekend, isn't that right? Yeah, exactly. Um, so it's on in D-Light Studios um, and it actually it sounds like it's going to be a really, really great event. Um, so, yeah, we're hosting a panel it's basically how we can get ourselves to a circular fashion model. So as Coda was saying before, that we're currently in a linear system. So it's about kind of keeping your clothes for longer and, you know, trying to prevent this throwaway society. So, yeah, we're talking to some really interesting people um, all about that and sparking that conversation. So we're really excited. Now, your ultimate goal is that you're hoping swapping will become the new norm, that people are going to swap before they shop for something new. Are you hopeful that that will become a norm? Um, I think so. Um, myself and Coda have kind of a three-step thing, which is care, repair and rewear. So it's, if you can kind of keep that in your mind when you're um, kind of looking at your wardrobe, they're kind of really key things. So we actually go through that in more detail on our podcast. So, um, But yeah, it's just about keeping your clothes for longer and swapping with friends. So I, you know, I've actually been wearing most of my wardrobe these days is clothes from my friends. <laughs> oh, that's, that's great. That's great to hear. So the big question that I have for you, Cloda, is... 
please tell me that you're bringing a Swapsies event to either Loud or Mead in the future. <laughs> yes, that is definitely the plan. Um, we've had loads of requests and it's really great. So basically what is happening at the moment is um, Swapsies is going to be now a social enterprise. So basically means that any money coming in will go back as surplus into scaling Swapsies because really I think it's about, it's there's an appetite there and people want the swap shops, you know. Um, I did an online survey there recently and everyone was just like, swap shop please, swap shop in person. And then the next thing was renting online, which is also becoming really popular and also, you know, really great to keep clothes in circulation for longer. So if you go on to Swapsies uh, Dublin, you can keep up to date with where we'll be. Okay, so Swapsies Dublin is where it's at. Well, for now, thank you so much for joining me on 11 to 1. The best of luck with Swapsies and, of course, the Climate Queens podcast as well. Where can people get the Climate Queens po- podcast? Um, so, minute, oh, sorry, go for it. At the minute, we're, um, I think, iTunes, uh, Spotify and Stitcher, but we will be expanding and our Instagram is Climate Queens podcast. Okay, so that's where we can get all the information. Well, for now, thank you so much for joining me on 11 to 1, ladies. Thanks, Nate. That's Cloda Kelly there, Katie Harrington, doing an awful lot to reduce the waste that we are producing with regards to fashion. Swapsies Dublin is where it's at. Uh, you can find them on Instagram as well with the Climate Queens podcast. Uh, they're launching on Thursday and their launch event is completely sold out as well, which is amazing. Uh, but we will be keeping up to date with the ladies and please God, they will be bringing a Swapsies event to the local area. LMFM Podcasts, brought to you with Cark McCross Credit Union, where dreaming of warmer climates becomes a reality with a Carrickmacross Credit Union holiday loan. O'Neill Street, Carrickmacross or carrickmacrosscu.ie